Welcome everybody to the Snap Refund Podcast. My name is Anise Taylor. I'm Cody Eddings. And this is episode five of the Snap Refund Podcast. Let's get it. Yo, man. It's been amazing. Oh, All man. the incredible things that have been happening to us lately. Man, it's so good. I got some stuff to talk about. Why don't we jump into it? Let's yeah? do that. Awesome. So first things first, man. What happened with this accelerator? They don't know anything yet. Tell us what's going on. So... Snap Refund has been selected to be a part of a very exclusive accelerator. That's right. We can't tell you too much more details about it because we just really can't reveal. However, being a part of this accelerator is a guarantee that I feel that is going to help 10x our company. Absolutely, man. I'm so pumped. I mean, it's been... This one, and we will tell you what it is, to be clear. Like We're going to tell them, of course. Absolutely. We just have to be confidential for now. Per their requests, everything's getting finalized, and there's going to be a big announcement in the next few weeks. And, oh, man, I'm, I'm pumped. I mean, I applied, when, I applied, I think, back in March. You did apply back in March. And it's crazy how just things played itself out from March because kind of we just... We've always been applying, yeah. you know. So to startup founders out there that are listening, I think it's really important that when someone sends you an email or says a suggestion about applying to something, you take advantage of it and apply. Yeah, that's huge. Because those emails, I mean, they come through so much, it's so easy to ignore them. Absolutely. But sometimes you really have to just give everything its full attention and don't just assume, like, I'm too busy to look at this stuff. Because, I mean, man, this is like a single conversation I had from a connection on LinkedIn a year ago led to this breadcrumb quest where the end reward was this awesome, awesome accelerator. I mean, we're one in 10 companies. It's, I'm geeked. I'm geeked, man. But we've been doing accelerators. So it's, it's really important, too, to understand the level of just excitement that we feel because of we are a part of this accelerator. Yeah, for sure. How does that feel for you being a CEO? You had this lead. You took advantage of it. You went through the entire process. You started in March. It's almost June. Oh, I'm sorry. It's almost July. It is June. Yeah. But, I mean, we're really about to get into the midst of the summer. How do you feel with just everything that played itself out the way that it did so that we're a part of this accelerated? Man, it's, it's, I think a big part is definitely that vibrations, that energy, that energy that can build you know, or destroy, like, depending on how you let it resonate. So, man, I mean, how do I feel? I'm jazzed. I'm Sammy Davis. Uh, I don't even know what that means. It means you're jazz. I mean, it's a cool thing for yeah. sure. But, I mean, how I think it ended up playing out, you know, we applied to this a while back. We've been in the process, going through the interviews, finishing up with the final interview. And while that was going on, I was prepping for the CBK Ventures pitch, was able to lock that in, and we won the 15K which was a huge win, and that was last episode, so make sure you check that one out it, to hear more. It was good. And then that, I mean, already propelled us to the point where now, one of the things we'll talk about, we have more inbound leads coming in than ever, which is such such a good feeling. I love that. I love that feeling, too. And that, I think, all sort of vibrated, you know, resonated to keep building to make Snap Refund more valuable, and that's why our accelerator partner was able to see the value in us now. And I think all those little incremental steps all added together to be able to make this big step a reality. It's, in, it's interesting when you say incremental steps. My father used to ask me this question. Do you know how to eat an elephant? Uh, hopefully, easily. I don't know. That's a lot of food. Well, for the audience out there, how you eat an elephant is one bite at a time. Mm. 
So all that's saying is that a big pie or a big piece that you're trying to tackle, you're not going to be able to tackle the whole thing at once. You got to take it one bite at a time. And that's something that I've realized being a part of this journey is just doing it one step and one bite at a time. Yeah. For me, when I'm feeling good, it's because of those positive things that are happening and I'm finding within those one bite at a time. So with knowing that and seeing where we're at today, we've been a part of a few accelerators. This is that next piece that we that we have added to Snap Refund. Where do you see the next tackle coming? Or what do you see that we have to tackle next as we continue to go down our roadmap for Snap Refund? Uh, technically or business? Well, that's a good question. How about both? Let's start with technically, what do we have to tackle next? And then business. Yep. Yeah, technically, uh, I'll start with business first. Okay, sure. Business. So now, <clears throat> with this accelerator, we're actually ready to go into this insurance sector we've been targeting and really explode within it. So we can leverage everything we built. So, you know, we have all this data and user behavior and analytics that we look at now. We say, oh, okay, like these are the ways to make it better, et cetera. All that learning has to come with us into the insurance industry. So let's go. Let's go. Uh, um, let's, let's go. And then <laughs> on the technical side, man, I mean, you already know, Anis, he plays it cool, but like he's for sure like QA master supreme. Uh, he definitely loves to go through and find all the areas where there's friction in our UX. So we're gonna keep making that easier. So easier onboarding, simplifying the process of getting new users on and registered to pay. We had a huge update to make all US banks connectable with our Snap Refund app. That was awesome. No matter who you are now, they can use it, right? US banks in all 50 US states as well as US territories too. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. And then we have these ideas, you know, we've seen a lot of users, so we have about five SMB clients now, right? We signed to the platform, they're loving it. And we're seeing ways that they're using it, ways we might not even imagine. We realize now, okay, we gotta add extra features in here to satisfy what they are telling us. Uh, a big one we're looking forward to is the ability to have tax and compliance forms in the platform. That's huge. You pay your contractors, W9, W10, whatever forms you need right there. So that's what I'm looking forward to. But I know we talk literally every day about what's coming up. So what kind of advances do you see on the technical side that are really getting you excited for these next updates? Absolutely. I think for me, it's really about the excitement and payment method options, right? Mm -hmm. So the two payment method options that we came in with that we started is push to debit payment options as well as the ACH payment options. In the future, I really see the potential in different payment options based on the user's choice and preference, right? Yes. So not everybody's just going to be like, oh, I want my money instantly. That's fiat. Some people might say, well, no, I don't want fiat. I want crypto. Right. You know, or actually, I don't want to go ACH. I might want real-time payments. So for me, I think the most exciting part is really the building the crypto to fiat infrastructure within Snap Ooh, Refund. I'm ready for that. I see a lot of potential in that just within the excitement of the users that crypto provides. However, what's been really excited for me, exciting for me, 
is still learning everything that I need to know about traditional finance. You know, crypto and blockchain and Bitcoin, that's more decentralized finance. Traditional finance is the payment rails that we're actually utilizing today with Snap Refund. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to that in the future. However, I'm really just enjoying where we're at now and just learning everything that we can about what we're learning at today. And for me, I think that is one of the things that has really been able to make Snap Refund successful like it is today. There was an interesting word that you used. You said now we're getting more inbound payments. Yeah. So for our listeners out there, what is inbound? What is outbound? And how did we able to go and turn our company from doing a lot of outbounds to now receiving more inbounds? Yeah, <clears throat> that's good. Uh, it's a good question because in the beginning, it's a lot of outbounds, which is, I mean, you know, it's almost like running a marathon where like you just got to keep trucking because you're getting so little back from each actual touch point. You're just hoping you're grasping at straws for these like cold connections. So why don't we level set? What when when we say outbound and when we say inbound, what do we mean by that? Right. So outbound is <clears throat> you pick up the phone, you pick up your laptop, and you send an email. You make a call to somebody. And then inbound is they call you. They reach out because they heard about you. So. I mean, first things first, you want as many inbound leads as possible because that's obviously a huge barometer for how hot your business is. So getting some of those is like, I'm, I'm super charged up. Like, you know, as soon as I, what was, I think it was in our support email, we ended up getting a lead that became a client and we both saw that email and went through the roof. We're like, we got our first inbound. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, we have a good amount of inbound interest coming in now that we didn't have before, and I think there's some reasons for that. So, I mean, you talk to me. What are you, what are you feeling about it? Well, so first off, like you said, I mean, it's so great to have inbound calls, have inbound potential partners, people that want to invest in you. I mean, that's really exciting to me. I want to keep that going. So I want to really bottle up what we've been able to do to become successful to make that happen and continue to scale on that. Mm -hmm. Really the way that I look at it is think about you trying to build adoption into your product and there's this big wall of a, of a threshold and we're doing everything we can to break through that threshold, right? And it's like finally Snap Refund is just breaking that crack, right? We're not completely through that threshold. We're not completely going downhill, but I can see the light. I get excited about being able to see the light. That's also about finding a positive in every little thing that we do. We talk every day. And when we talk every day, we're so excited about the little things that's happening with Snap Refund. That one, being a part of this exclusive accelerator that we can't wait to get started with. Oh, I'm so, I'm so ready. It, I mean, I'm hyped too. And I <laughs> love that feeling. Me too. I want to keep that feeling. Absolutely. Young startups out there, businesses out there, if you haven't had that feeling, find the little things. I, I, I always want to make sure that as we have our conversation, we're also still talking to our audience and helping them build. Mm -hmm. So find that opportunity for you to find the wins in what you're doing that will allow you to feel good. Find the projects in your business that gets you excited. There's even things that are boring that you don't want to do. But find the excitement in that because there's real value when you put into work that other people will see. And when they see that you're excited, 
that's how those inbound calls start happening. Mm -hmm. And I feel that's kind of what happened with us. It's just the excitement that we've been having. You can hear it from podcast episode one, from the Snap Refund podcast episode one, to we're in Snap Refund podcast episode five. And we don't plan on stopping because we enjoy this as well. Absolutely. So that's the advice that I would give. That's really how I feel about the positivity and the energy that comes with having those inbound calls. I thought about something from what you were saying, actually, talking about uh, doing everything you can and getting those outbounds, doing what you have to to build that momentum. What about what we're doing with Chase? I think we haven't really talked about that too much yet. It's great. I mean, it speaks about the level of things that's happening with Snap Refund today, right? There's all this incredible things that's happening that... Snap Refund is actually a part of the Chase Minority Entrepreneurship Program that has been so phenomenal for us as a startup business. Yeah, so what exactly is it for anyone out there who doesn't know? Absolutely. So let me level set. So really, Chase has a real focus that they're trying to help minority businesses build their businesses. We're providing them with the mentorship that they need to really help their business scale. We've been really lucky to work with a wonderful mentor, Mr. Nathan McCann, and he's been able to help us and and sculpt Snap Refund when it comes to learning and actually gaining access to capital. Mm -hmm. So being a part of a mentorship program and working with a mentor that really helps and you see value in those those actually weekly and bi-weekly conversations that we have has really been instrumental with the growth that we've been doing. That all came from a lead as well. We did an application. We filled out the application, and we were lucky to get into it. So I'm excited about that, but it also speaks on how fast things are going. So being a part of the Chase program has really been instrumental, and I just want to keep that going. So that energy really has helped me, has helped Snap Refund in our journey. We are a tech company. So I have a question for you, right? As a CEO of a fintech company that is really on the cutting edge of technology in this space, how do you feel as an executive being a part of this ship? I love it. <laughs> There's nothing I'd rather be doing. Um, I feel euphoria. I feel waves of euphoria crashing over my helpless body. <laughs> I like that. That's a great way to define it. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's super dope. But what you're saying about Chase, I actually wanted to follow up on that too. So I think a lot of people, when they're starting out, if you're starting a business, most people are envisioning already like how they make the product as good as possible, et cetera. It's people kind of just like jump right towards the being live part. They think like, what's it gonna be like when I do this? So getting there with the help of an incubator at that stage could be really, really useful. And then even beyond that, getting an accelerator once you are there to make that growth explode could be really, really useful. What do you usually do like when you want to find an accelerator? And I'll talk about what I do because, you know, clearly we're doing something right. We're, we're getting them. So what do you recommend if someone wants to find one for whatever their business is? Well, first thing that I'll recommend, and I think what's been a real positive within what we're both doing is we're splitting up the work, right? So huge. it's like that's huge. You're, you're reaching out to all the contacts that you have. You're finding all the leads that you can for the accelerators that you've been able to find. And I'm doing the same thing on my front as well. Mm-hmm. So the things that I've been doing is I'm on LinkedIn. 
I'm really going up and down on LinkedIn, just seeing the different opportunities, hearing the, the different stories that people have. I'm looking at the different ads that people have just based on my likes and interests. I'm mm-hmm. seeing a lot of things like that. Another big thing that I really love to do is I love to network. So I go to conferences. I've been attending networking events online, different meetups, and just talking to people and explaining what we've been doing. I've been really preaching the gospel for Snap Refund. And with a lot of those conversations that I've been having, they've been leading me to these opportunities that we've been able to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we were able to get to Chase. I had a wonderful conversation with a VP from Chase named Jennifer Brower, who's doing fi- fantastic things when it comes to financial literacy in the community. And from there, that led me down to another path, that led me down to an application, so forth and so on, that led me to where we're at today with Snap Refund, working with Chase, or being a part of this minority entrepreneurship program to help build our business in ways that we didn't even know that we had to build our business. And so for me, that's what I've been able to do, really just take every lead that I've been given and just go down that path. Never being afraid to apply for something, never thinking that something is out of reach for us, and also at the same time, never thinking that anything is beneath us, right? It's really, does this have a right product market fit with what we're trying to do? Right. Is Do we share the same values? And to me, that's what's been really important. And I think that energy of what we've been able to do when it comes to the research for looking to those accelerators, because they really are the lifeline to a lot of startup companies, is what's been able to make us be successful in this space of getting involved in different accelerators. But I think also what's been really important is that these organizations want to be a partner with us. And they see value in what we're doing. We're a minority company. We're a small startup. You know, they have options all over the place. It really means a lot that they see the value in what we're doing. And I think it's also important for us that if we're applying for these accelerators that we're getting in and we're getting in these accelerators, it's very important that we show our value and we show you made the right decision. And that's what excites me. And that's actually what drives me to continuously want to be better. I love how you took my question about how you find accelerators into talking about how excited you are about getting better with accelerators. And that's just real, that's just real passion. It is. Um, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. How does it make you feel though about, about just being a part of these accelerators, but even taking it a step further, what are some of the tricks of the trades that you've been able to do to find these accelerators and not only that, apply and also get in? Yeah, LinkedIn. That's big. Uh, we definitely go heavy on LinkedIn. A lot of good articles come through. You could search hashtags on LinkedIn. Yep. I think that's really useful. You could search like hashtag accelerator. Um, you can get really custom with how you look up articles and information there. And then a lot of people that I connected with have actually recommended certain accelerators or opportunities. And that's always really good. Getting that warm intro is huge, um, which is another strong reason I recommend everyone out there just make as many connections as possible yeah. on LinkedIn. You need like 100 a week. You want to send out all 100 pretty much every week. Um, and just keep growing your base. And beyond that, uh, I know Crunchbase has great articles. Google, if you just Google your industry, you know, like um, artwork, startup accelerator, or, you know, production company accelerators, whatever that is, you'd probably find a pretty good list. And a lot of journals out there, shout out to companies like Technically, 
We love the coverage Technically does on the East Coast and Philly. They have been really good about posting accelerators coming up. So check your local blogs and, and papers. I think you can find a lot there. But now with COVID, you don't even need to be in the same city. So it's really just a matter of getting on the internet and like putting in that legwork to make sure any that are coming up, you know about. Because the last thing you want to do is you find it and you're like, the deadline was last week. That's the worst, especially if it's something that you really wanted to be a part Exactly, because when you find a tailor-made accelerator, it, depending on your business type, they can be pretty rare. Sometimes you only have like maybe one a year for yeah. your type of business. So you just got to make sure you know about them. Yeah, I, I think what's been really interesting for me as we've been going down this journey is just seeing the level and the amount of opportunity opportunities that really are there. Yeah. There are a ton of opportunities. So it doesn't matter what business or what industry you're at as a startup, you possibly can find somebody or a company or an accelerator or an incubator that can really help you in your industry. Absolutely. I, I think I was looking at something on LinkedIn and it was really interesting. It was looking for dairy companies. It was companies that was in a dairy space that was doing fun, innovative things with dairy. I love I was looking at it and I was like, wow, this is mad random, but how <laughs> appropriate and how cool, right? Like yeah. if you're making milk, if you're making ice cream. You know, I want to be like the, the investors who get to go to their pitch night and see like all the innovative <laughs> dairy products. Like, Give me that blockchain ice cream. Exactly. <laughs> right? Just make sure that you put some lactate with it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yo, by the way, I don't think we've been talking about where we are today. Well, let's talk about where are we. Man, this is the the mothership. This is the corporate headquarters for a Snap Refund CEO. Yes, it this is. This is my office. So we got the dual monitor set up here. Um, I have a standing desk. You know, I stand almost all day when I work, which is ironic. When I was a cashier at Office Depot, I was like, man, I hate standing. I can't wait till I can sit at a desk the rest of my life. Then I got the desk and I was like, oh, standing's actually pretty healthy. It's so funny that you say that because that's the way that I used to feel about sleeping and waking up before school. And I was like, man, I don't want to wake up for school. I want to wake up and be early in the morning. Then after I graduated from school, I now actually wake up earlier than when I used to wake up for school. Man, life is so funny. Like <laughs> it really is. But I love the fact that we are in the office and, you know, that's what we're going to do with this Snap Refund podcast, right? We're going to really stream this and record our episodes in just different locations in Philadelphia. And I think what was really important and why we wanted to record this in this office is because we're putting in the work. That's right. You know, and it's really just important for you guys also at home to see what we're putting in the work. It's not a big space, you know, but it's enough to get things done. And you're talking about standing, you know. All you need to do is be able to be comfortable and be able to work. And the important thing, guys, is you got to put in the work. A lot of people Amen. are always looking for shortcuts. You cannot take shortcuts as you're building your business as a startup. Yeah, put that in perspective. We started Snap Refund in November 2019. Yeah. Our product launched two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no shortcut. You just got to stay at it because, man, Anise and I have really grown something from nothing and it's all just from spending nights you know standing at a desk sitting at a desk just like this it was... it, it, you know when you say that like there is no shortcuts what are some of the things that you could talk to startup founders or just people that's running a business or a manager out there to preach to their team and let them know guys look this work might be hard but we really cannot skip any steps if we in order in the case if we want to build something with value. 
Yeah, stay true to why you're building what you're doing. Because I think the why is the most important thing. Like, yeah. if someone's life is actually better because of what you're doing, or maybe someone even like you know might live or die based on what you're doing. It, that's the reason why you care enough to, to do what it takes, right? I think that's a great answer. I'm excited. I, I consistently say that I'm excited. So I think, <laughs> I, I, I think what it is, though, because within that word that I'm saying, I think it's really important to our listeners out there to really find something that excites them. Yeah, it's huge. You know, and, and that's really what's, for me personally, that's really what's been able to help consistently drive this business. You said that we started this and we first met in November of 2019. That's how long ago we tried to start this business. And we just launched our product two months ago. Do you know from that time that we first met in 2019, every single week we had a snap refund meeting? Well, first we started, we were dying though. That's so we right. did pivot and we did have some reiteration, but that was all a part of the meetings that we had. Yeah. A lot of those decisions came from that. Yeah. We never wavered. We never gave in. There was a lot of hard times that said, no, you guys cannot do it. But we didn't stop. And look at where we're at now. We had a plan. We had a mission. And now we're able to transfer money in every single U.S. bank in the country as well as the territories of the United States. And I'm proud Boom. of that. Boom. That's the soundbite. Because <laughs> we did that. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So... This accelerator that we're a part of is supposed to 10x that, right? It's supposed to really take us to that next stratosphere. I'm ready for that. Yo, I got a question for you, actually, though. Please, uh, go ahead. And I know we have to wrap up soon, um, but I wanted to get into this because we were talking about it a bit earlier, about putting in the work uh, and how we're feeling about where things are going. I wanted to ask you, so how does it feel for you being the chief operations officer of a fintech that's using innovative, cutting-edge payment technology and you are an innovator. You helped make that a reality. What's that like for you? Because I know your background isn't necessarily one where you've been on software teams like I have in the past, but we all have our own skill sets. So for me, I'm like, oh, wow, I launched a product, and I've seen other people do this a lot in my career, and now we're doing it here. I'm wondering for you, what's that been like? It's been a dream come true. And why I say a dream come true is because Snap Refund was actually a dream before it did come true. Right? We saw that there was a gap when it came to financial literacy in underbanked and underserved communities. We had a job to do. My job as the chief operating, operating officer was to make sure that our company became operational. I didn't think about anything else but that. And so to have that, that pressure on my back of being able to build a product for a community that really needs it, that right there is what drove me. So it feels great. It, it, it is a dream come true, but there's still a lot of work to do. I'm excited. That's the best thing that I can say. It's what I consistently say, and it's I, what I hope to say all the way to podcast, the Snap Refund Podcast, episode 50. I want to be excited every single podcast episode we have. The minute I lose that excitement, then maybe I need to think about doing something else. So being chief operating officer from the day we started in 2019 to today, in 2022, I'm still excited. And so I bottled that up, and that's what's really been able to help me push as a chief operating officer. But I want to continue to help build that cutting-edge technology. I want us, I want us to be on the forefront of all these innovation that's going to get ready to happen in the digital payment space. People eventually are not going to be using cash. 
So there's got to be someone to fill that void, right? There's got to be someone to be able to do things for small, medium-sized businesses mm. that others aren't doing. Mm. And I really just am excited to be able to do that. So it's been a dream come true to be able to run this company. Man, you said And be it a best. part of it. Yeah. You said it best. And you said there's a lot of work left to do. There is. I would risk of sounding cringy it's crazy because and all my friends say I'm a freak because I love what I do so much like I love to work I don't even view it as a lot of work left to do there's a lot of life left to live that's right that's right you know there was a saying you know you only live once but the who truth, said that oh man <laughs> that's not the truth though the truth is you live every day you only die once Mm. So our objective with Snap Refund is we want to live every day. Mm. And for you startup founders, for you businessmen, businesswomen, innovators, entrepreneurs, live every single day and find that excitement in your daily life. That's really going to help push your business to that next level. For sure, for sure. And see who you can help, especially along the way, because that connection, that human element, that's why we're all here. Absolutely. They say the greatest level of what you can do is be an act of service. And that's what we're here for. We want to be able to serve you with all your payment needs. A so, good old software act of service. Absolutely. <laughs> that's who we are. That's Snap Refund. And this is the Snap Refund Podcast. Thanks, guys. I'm Cody Eddings. And I'm Anise Taylor. Thank you so much for tuning in for episode five of the Snap Refund Podcast. Make sure you tune in next month when we give you some more good news right here on the Snap Refund Podcast. Check it out. See you later. Peace, y'all.